A labor of love is described as a task done for pleasure, not reward. Tonight, we talk about what's your labor of love. Stay tuned for tonight's episode of The Real Girlfriends Across America. and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. Call us every Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 516-387-1748 as we bring you hot new training topics um, each Sunday through Thursday. And tonight I have on the phone with me Amanda, Tawanda, and Annie and a host of other girlfriends listening at home or throughout the world. How are you ladies doing tonight? Amazing. Pretty incredible. And sitting here watching you on Instagram Live. Love that hair, girl. Oh, oh. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Tawanda. Yes, so- nice to hear your voice. <laughs> hey, lady. Hi, Amanda. Yes. Yeah, so- hey. Hello, hello, I'm everyone. Yes, Everybody that just everybody up here on Instagram Live, I'm um, streaming live now, so you guys can check us out here as well. Um, but tonight we're talking about labor of love. So, Amanda, I'm going to ask you, what do you think when you hear that topic? What do you think we're going to be talking about tonight? Um, I'm assuming it's maybe something that you're passionate about. Exactly. I don't even have to go around the room. You already know. So what is what do you think is your labor of love, Amanda? Um, definitely like mental health and just helping other people that struggle with mental illness. Okay. And what makes you passionate about that? Um, I struggle with mental health issues myself and when I was younger I was really sick from my mental health issues. So now that I'm more stable, I had a lot of people help me, so I hope to be that for other people. Okay. So you want to be an inspiration to other people that's in the same boat as you? Yeah. And that's a a great thing. And how about you, Annie? What are you passionate about? You know, right now, honestly, I'm passionate about life in general and and making the most of the rest of my life. Um, after I went through what I went through, being in the hospital and being near death, like, it really changed my perspective on things. Um, so it came, at a, it came at a big cost, but it was worth it because I just, I, I really want to be doing things that I'm passionate about. I want to help people. 
I want to I want to show people that uh you know there's easier ways to life and you don't have to go through some of the things I went through. So that's kind of what I'm passionate about. Okay. So if you had to, I guess, um, pick one thing, so what would you define it as um, when you had to tell someone, like, this is my passion, and maybe, like, in one word? Art. Art? Okay. Yeah. And why are you passionate about art? Because I found out I was a painter in the day after Christmas of 2018, and I was able to have two exhibits in, in Denver last over the year before last. Um, and I'm starting a new, but it's something that, you know, it's funny because I used to make jokes that I couldn't even draw a straight line and then come to find out I'm actually a pretty, pretty good painter. Um, but I had never been, I had never been nurtured in that way. Like my, you know, my mom was always like, you don't chase your passions. That's not going to make money. So you just got to work, 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 you know? Okay. Well, I, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's, definitely about what you're passionate about, not, you know, necessarily what other people are forcing on you, because otherwise then you won't right. do it at your full, you know, capacity, what you are, you know, fully um, able to do. And what about you, Tawanda? What are you passionate about? Tawanda, are you still there? Well, we can circle back to Tawana. We may have lost her. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna... I was messing with trying oh, okay. to see. I apologize. I was trying to see you on Instagram, and then I couldn't get off of mute, so I apologize. Um, my labor of love is definitely helping others, and just to answer exactly what you asked Amanda, when I say helping others, it just really in reference to whatever it is that they want. I was actually having a conversation with you yesterday, and I was and someone else too. Like all my life, I've been about helping people in reference to what they want. Because one of the things I've experienced in life, I've had people help me, but it's been what they wanted. <laughs> you know, like it's been their goal and not my goal. So what I've learned over the last decade is, hey, what is it that you actually want, and then how can we actually get that? So that's my labor. I've been doing it for a long time. Okay, and what would you or what would you suggest to someone that they want to say um, they're in the same predicament as you, where they're wanting to help other people and maybe not necessarily focus on their own dreams? One thing, like I was having a conversation with someone, also. I've spent my life helping other people, and then even my own daddy said, "Say you're worrying about other people, and you should worry about yourself." And I'm like. I am. You know, you have to balance it, and sometimes people don't balance it. They they help everybody else ninety percent, and then ten percent they help themselves, and they're not still getting where they want to go. Sometimes you got to be a little selfish. You got to flip it, and sometimes it has to be about you ninety percent, and you can spend ten percent helping others. Because guess what? When you've done that, people know who you are. You know what I'm saying? People are apathetic, and they yeah. really just want their self. Like well, friendships is not always balanced, but you must. You must, you must. Now, the disclaimer is there's some people and their gift is they just love helping others, and that's what their goal is, and that's okay if that's the goal. But you can't deprive yourself while you're doing that. And if someone is your friend and they know it and they know what you really want, they won't even allow you. Like, listen, I'm not even let you help me anymore because we need to focus on you doing what you need to do because that's just as important. 
And it is because um, if you can't help yourself and you're, and you're you know, crippling yourself, it's going to be hard for you to help other people. And, Annie, um, let me ask you this. What would you um, tell someone um, that is looking to maybe, let's say, um, go after their dreams? What would you suggest to them? Um, basically, uh, I, I would definitely say, like, don't get discouraged if you fail at first. Um, one thing I've learned and I've heard from many, many people, who successful entrepreneurs, is that they failed a lot of times before they succeeded. The, the fact that you're trying and you're going after it is a great thing, but don't be discouraged because, it, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> and and things, yeah. things take time, but if you're passionate about something and you put the work into it and, you, and you're honest, and you're goal-minded, and, you know, and you continue to, to persevere on, you will succeed. Exactly, and that's, that's actually great encouragement to give someone. And what about you, Amanda? What would you, um, what advice would you give someone that was looking to go after their dream? I would just say, like, go for it. Like, find a way to make it happen and do it. Okay, and did you find it hard to go after um, your dreams of helping other people with mental health issues? Um, well, when I first started getting passionate about it, I was kind of at my lowest point. So I um, worked on myself for a while and also worked on building up my resume. So I definitely needed to find my own stability before I could help others. And were you able but, to achieve that easily? What? I'm sorry, were you able to achieve that easily? Um, mostly, yeah. Like, I got to a point that I was fed up with my job, and so I decided to apply for jobs in mental health. Like, I'm not one to put all my eggs in one basket usually, but I figured, like, I had a job, I just hated it, and that I would try, you know, to work in mental health first, and then if I didn't get that successfully, that I would try other things, and thankfully, I got to, I got offered both jobs that I applied for. Okay, well, congratulations on that, even though I know it has congratulations for being able to do that. And Tawanda, um, let me ask you this: Did you find it hard to um, to follow your passion and put aside um, not wanting to help other people so that you're able to help yourself? Well, my big thing is I learned to turn my passion into profit, which is helping other people. Ha ha ha! Most people don't understand that. So yeah, I'm still able to do what I've done all my life, and I've actually been able to help myself at the same time because. Helping people is actually what I do love to do. And how long did it take you to figure out what your passion was? Well, one thing was all my life I was telling someone yesterday, like even when I was a child, I loved helping people. I liked the mind. I used to want to be a school teacher, but I ended up going to college, going into social work. But I didn't realize that that's a broke field, so I had to start my own business. And I learned that about 17 years ago. And then I've been going at it really hard ever since. 
Okay. And, and what about you, um, Amanda? What would you um, say that, or what would you actually suggest someone that's actually trying to find um, their passion? Um, I guess just finding out, like, what do you like? And then, like, a lot of times, you know, even if it's something, like, super small and seems really trivial, like, how can you turn that into something meaningful? Okay. So do you have any suggestions on how someone can find their passion? Um, I mean, there's always, like, talking to friends about, like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Because sometimes we don't see what we're good at. And, um, or, like, what do I talk about a lot? Or, I mean, there's always, like, um, life coaches or there's always, like, uh, employment tests that tell you. So, I don't know. I mean, there are different ways to try and figure it out. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, Annie, um, now, would you, do you have any advice for anyone that's inspiring artists? Um, you know, I was going to say to that last question you just asked them, uh, I would tell people try anything and everything that you can. Um, if, if you want to try something and it, you don't like it or you get bored with it, just try something else. Um, there's a lot of like hobbies and things out there that could lead to more, um, but never be afraid to, to try it. And uh, for me, when people would ask me if I was able to do something within reason, I would never say no, because YouTube has some pretty great tutorials on just about everything. So right. don't be afraid she, to she say, you know, exactly, have faith in yourself, you know. Um, for, for me, it's a little hard with the artwork because I never studied it, and uh, I just paint. <laughs> so it's a little hard to, to tell people, like, in a sense of, like, learning it like that, like, I'm I've been gifted with a, a, a beautiful talent that I never knew I had. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but, to, but don't, but like I said, don't be afraid to try it because I would have never known that, uh, that I could do paint like I do. Okay. And so do you, um, do you think you have any other passions that you just haven't tuned into or decided to actually take um, seriously? Yeah, actually um, I was always in acting theater and uh, musicals. And so recently I've actually been signed up with a, uh, a zombie film. It's, a, it's going to be a short film on YouTube, and we're doing, we've already filmed some of the testing. So I'm actually playing a tactical team member on there. So I've been doing some acting and modeling. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been kind of chasing every dream that I can. <laughs> well, definitely let us know once that comes out. I'm sure that we all would love to see you in it. As long as you guys don't laugh at me with my big machete. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. And we're going to take a short break, um, but when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on labor of love. Hello, this is Karen, and here is today's top trending news story. Jordan Woods just spared it all, and the internet can't seem to get enough. The 22-year-old model became a top Twitter trend on Saturday after she shared a video of herself getting a lithetic drainage massage on her booty. Jordan visits Scenic, a clinic in Beverly Hills on Friday, the same day her former BFF 
Kylie Jenner went viral for her surprise cameo in Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP music video. And that's it for today's training news break. Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. And we're back. So we are discussing um, labor of love. What is your passion? And I'm going to go to Tawanda. I'm going to ask you this, um, Tawanda. Um, now, we're, since we're talking about um, what is your passion, what would you um, suggest or what would you um, tell someone that's having a hard time finding out what they're passionate about? And that's, that's really a great question. And, the thing is, we how to identify your passion is simply this. Sit and think and write down the things you think about every single day. Sit and think about the things you would do, even if you did it for free. Like I say, my passion is water, music, art, helping people, traveling, et cetera. And then when you identify all those things you love to do, think about the things that if I did this for the next 100 years, I would never get tired. That's how you identify your passions. Your passions are things you love to do no matter what. You ha- Like Amanda said, oh, mental health. Yeah, it may be her job, but guess what? She loves mental health. She loves helping people involved in mental health. So that's something, and, and I know she's not doing it for free, but if she had to do it for free, or if she said, I'm retired now, but I still help, that's a passion. That's how you identify things that you actually love. You can have parents say, oh, my gosh, I love children. I love being married. I love this. I love that. Finding the things you love, that's your passion. Those are the things. And then if you want to turn it into a hobby or a business, then that will be the next step. I, I love that. Um, I, I definitely agree. I think that whatever you're passionate about, you should want to do it, even if you're to do it or if you're not. So if it feels good to you to do it, then that's something, obviously, that you're passionate about. So someone can offer you $20 an hour to do it or they're going to offer you um, ten dollars an hour to do it. You're still going to want to do it because that's in your heart to do it. Um, so I totally agree with that. And I'm Absolutely. gonna go with um, exactly. And I'm gonna um go with you, Annie. Um, since we are again, we're talking about labor of love. What is your passion? Um, if you were to meet someone and let's say they were um lost and they're trying to find their passion, and let's say that they were doing something that they stated that they were passionate about. Um, but you seem that they may be strong in other areas. Would you tell that person or would you just, you know, allow them to, to follow whatever it is that they think that they're doing um, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody who knows me knows that I tell you exactly what I feel, like, um, because I feel like that we all owe each other to be honest. I am the friend that will tell you if your butt looks big in a pair of jeans. But I expect and hope that you do the same for me. Um, because I, I just feel like honesty is always the best policy. And you know what? We don't look good in all every pair of jeans, right? Right. Okay. So would you, um, so as if you're 
and, and let's say if it's like in a, a work field or maybe something like they, they thought that they were talented and, and maybe they are talented, maybe they just need to, you know, build up their craft a little bit. Um, would you feel some type of way about telling them that they were not good at it? Um, I probably would more um, try to direct them a different direction without really, you know, um, I mean, it depends. If it's a work situation and it's a, it's, and I'm a superior, um, if the job mm-hmm. needs to be done a certain way, like you have, you know, you have to do the job right. You can't just allow mistakes to happen. And sometimes people just are not qualified. And so in a work situation, right. you know, as, as much as it's, it's not the best, but that's part of leadership, you know, and it's, it's part of keeping things rolling nicely because I don't have the time to pick up the extra weight from allowing somebody that isn't qualified to do the job. Right. And, and would it be different if it was a friend? Uh, I don't know. Probably, I mean, it depends on the situation, but probably not. Like I said, I'm a pretty honest person. So, like, you know, I, I would not um, – I'm not going to lie to somebody, like, in, in a sense of – you know, if they do something, and, and I mean, I can find the, the beauty in something. If somebody makes something, you can always find the beauty in something. But there's a difference between something that can sell on the Internet and something that looks good on your bookshelf um, from your from your friend, you know. And, and I wouldn't want to subject somebody, and you know, and it's always only my opinion anyways. Um, and they're more than welcome yeah. to go get other opinions as well. But, you know, I wouldn't want to subject somebody to an embarrassment or something, and if they want my honest opinion, if it's something that I'm that I know something about, then I'll give them my honest opinion. I've and been known fair. to be, I guess I've been known to be a little brutal sometimes, um, and, you know, with no filter. And I try to, I've been trying to step back on that a little bit, but in the same breath, like you, you get what you see, you know, you take what you get, you get what you see, and it makes life a lot easier. I agree. I can agree with that. And, and what about you, Amanda? Um, let's say it's, let's say your your child, for example, um, was following their dream, and they wasn't maybe um, they were passionate about it, but they maybe not have been very talented in that um, arena. Would you tell them, or would you allow them to follow their passion? Um, I think I would probably allow them to follow their passion. Um, I think like. Even if you just start out at something, most people aren't good when they first start out at anything. I mean, when I first started in mental health, I would get so nervous that I would just, like, science, but, like, I wouldn't let them talk at all. Like, I would just, like, ramble at them. And so I wasn't good at mental health in the beginning either. Mm So you just believe in, I guess, giving the person a chance to follow that dream and then, you know, just let them, I guess, follow that passion and just step aside. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I'm like that as well because I, I think that someone's passionate about it. Um, unless, I guess, they ask me, like, how am I doing, I would probably just give them constructive criticism. I wouldn't want to ever knock anyone's dream, especially if they're if something that they're passionate about it. Um, but like Annie said, I would want to be honest um, and not, you know, lie and say, hey, you're amazing, when I know that they're maybe not as amazing as they may think. Um, but how, what do you think about that, um, Tawanda? Would you let someone know that they wasn't doing a good job, even if they were passionate about it? Oh, my 
my gosh, listen, I don't know how much time you have, but I got to share this story. I did everything, anything, and I was about to come off from you and say, Annie, stop lying. But she speaks it all the way up, and I respect it, and I agree because I, I definitely believe everything that she said. You know, honestly speaking, with me, it's about relationships. I've had a lot of people that said different things because I've been coaching and helping people for years, and I've had coaches for years as well. And sometimes it's been crazy. I'm like, oh, man, it's not going to work, like literally because of X, Y, and Z. But it wasn't a person I could tell that to because we didn't have that relationship. Relationships are everything. Um for one and for two, one of the one of the things about friendships that I had to learn and grow is we can always give our two cents, but we can't emotionally be tied to it because we still have our decision to do what we want to do. One of, um, I was telling someone earlier, when I started one of my first businesses about 12 years ago, some guy said, hey, it's a really great concept, but you're doing too much and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I sure appreciate it, but I'm I'm always going to – achieve and do x y and z and i'm glad i didn't listen to him multiple six figures later so with that being said it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because guess what if you want it you gotta figure it out you understand what i'm saying if if i'm passionate about it and i may not be the best person you say oh well you know Twan, i know you're passionate about it but you're really not the best person for it it doesn't really matter what you say because guess what you don't determine my success i do you understand what I'm saying? And 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 guess yeah. what? Sometimes when someone tells you you can't do something, that should fuel your fire even more to be able to freaking do it. All right, I did it. Now what? You understand? I can go on and on and yeah. on because sometimes we got to grow. We got to fall down. Like Amanda said, I started doing this thing mental health. I wasn't that good at first. Guess what? It's okay. We got to get polished. We got to make mistakes. We got to fall down. But if you want it, do it. Go for the gusto, period. And I agree. I feel like if you're passionate about something and it's truly in your heart, you're going to work at it. And even if you're not good at it at first, like Amanda stated, she wasn't good at her profession at the beginning, but we all have to start somewhere. So if you're very passionate about something, you will follow that passion. You will build up your skills. You'll do what you need to do to make sure that whatever industry, craft, um, hobby that you want to do, that you're the best at it because you're continuously reading up on it. You're continuously trying to reinvent it and try to, to use the best methods to get to your, your end goal. Um, the reason why I chose this topic is because I think it's important. Um, if we are all, we're all working together, we're all women, we're all trying to build something um, amazing, and we all have our own things going on. And it's important for all of us at the end of the day to still follow whatever we're passionate about. Um, I'm going to ask you, because we have about three minutes left, so I'm just going to go around, I guess, the room, quote-unquote, and just um, want to make sure that, um, just to ask, I guess, first, Amanda, is there anything that you are passionate about that you haven't yet pursued? Um, I pursued it a little bit, but not very much, but writing. Okay. And what about you, um Annie, was there anything that you were passionate about but didn't pursue? Girl, I'm passionate and interested in a lot of things nowadays. Like I said, after everything that happened to me, um, it opened my eyes that there's a lot of world out there. And I love to see other talented people, and I like to share talent. Like music, I love music. Uh, That's probably the – I mean, I'd rather listen to music than watch TV any day. So I'm pretty passionate about music. 
Okay. A passionate enough to become a recording artist? You know, it was funny. In Denver, I actually sent a song in one time, and uh, this guy was going to have me do an EP of two songs, Hello, Stranger, and then Ooh, Child. But then coronavirus <laughs> happened, and I had to move and everything. So I, I guess, I don't know, maybe down the line, you never know. Okay. And what about you, Tawana? Is there anything that you're passionate about but just haven't um, decided to do? No, ma'am. I'm going for the gusto. Everything in life that I've ever been passionate about is all on the table. I'm rolling the dice because guess what? You only live once. So no, ma'am. Absolutely. And I do. I like to do a lot of things, and I'm doing them all right now. Every last one of them, and then some. Oh, that's awesome. And I encourage everyone that if you have a passion, definitely try to explore it. Um, just like Amanda said, that she. Um, wanted to actually be a writer, um, but didn't follow it, I would encourage you to do that. Um, we have less than a minute left, so I want to thank you all for joining in the conversation tonight. Um, we're going to play our outro shortly, but again, thank you girls for calling in, and thank you for participating tonight. Thank you for an awesome call. Thank you. Good night. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Real Girlfriends Across America. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're here Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. EDT time or 6 p.m. PDT time. Make sure you tune in on all of our platforms and that's anywhere where podcasts are being played. Make sure you visit us at www.realgirlfriend.org or on Instagram at realgirlfriend7, that's the number 7, Twitter at realgirlfriend7, or on our Facebook page at Real Girlfriends Across America. We can't wait to chat with you next, and until next time, have a great and awesome day. We just finished.